0: Either agree with God when I think something, my thought will agree with God's word, God's thoughts, or it's going to agree with Satan's words, his thoughts. So by submitting to God, I'm saying I choose to agree with God, with his thoughts, and I choose not to come into agreement because there's power in agreement. Right. There's power in unity, there's power in agreement. So I choose not to come into unity with Satan. I will not come into agreement with Satan. And so that's what you're doing when you submit to God and when you when you get your thought life under agreement with God and you're no longer in unity in thinking along the lines and believing with Satan's lies, then you can look at the devil after that and you can say, I resist you Satan, now flee from me. Right. And you can rebuke the enemy. Once you don't agree with him anymore, you have to come out of alignment of agreement with him in your thought life, so you can take when, a, let's say, uh, you know, you get bombarded with lustful thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you you're walking through the mall and you go by Victoria's Secret. You're a dude, right? Or and you you look over and they have that stupid posters, <laughs> you know, in the window. You I mean you can't go anywhere and you see it, that and you see that that poster and all of a sudden lust hits. What do you do? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I'm not coming to agreement with Satan. I will not think your thoughts. I will not agree with you, Satan. You turn away. You don't even stare at it. You look away and you say, I resist you, Satan. I rebuke you. Now get out of my mind in the name of Jesus. I'm not thinking thoughts that are impure. And just like that, Satan will leave. Right. Even if you do it out loud, who cares if somebody around you thinks you are crazy and hears you. Kenneth Hagin says it like this. You cannot let your mind wander off anywhere you want it to and expect to have peace. Wow. You have to shut your mind to Satan and his suggestions and keep your mind on God and his word. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah, because
1: when you let your own mind do everything, it's bound to end up a mess somewhere. So, you know, now we know that the battle of the mind... um, that the mind is where the battles are taking place so any unrest or fear or the lies um you know and that can be from the wounds of our past um and you take you told us to take time to repent um, of insecurities ask for forgiveness for believing those lies um i think it would be important to kind of point out you know not repenting that that happened to you you know what i mean but repenting for believing the lies of what they did do to you was true yeah. yes and yes and so um and ask for god to renew your mind you know by reading the word yes uh so once we kind of understand all that as a recap what's the next step for us when you know we want to be free we want peace we know that we have to repent for any insecurities that we have. Ask for forgiveness, and getting the word in us. What's next up yeah. once we realize this?
0: Yeah. So you, you you yeah you know that the mind is the battlefield. You've cleansed your mind. You've repented. You've cleaned all of that out for believing in all the lies of the enemy, and you've washing your mind with the word of God and you're renewing your mind with the word of God. Then what's the next thing you do? You have to guard your mind. Guard your thought life. Listen to me. Satan shoots fiery darts at us. Twenty four seven he don't stop he does not stop you think you know you overcome victory in your thought life with one area and then all of a sudden out of nowhere boom you're hit with something else Mm -hmm. in psalms 91 talks about the fiery darts of the enemy the terrors by night and the fiery darts by day he is constantly launching attacks at us right that that kingdom of darkness we, we there is a war Ephesians chapter 6, that's why we're told to put on the armor of God every day. You have to guard your mind. Proverbs 423 says it like this: keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Out of your heart. Look how connected the heart and the thought and the mind oh, yeah. is in your thought life. Out of my heart springs the issues of life. What issues in life? Are you dealing with it? Comes they spring. What the things that you're dealing with, the things that you're facing, and your attitude, and uh, what you're dealing with in your soul and your spirit. It's all springing out of the issues uh, of from where what you had in your heart. Right. It's coming from in here. Uh, Keep your heart with all diligence. Proverbs three five says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. You have to guard militantly. Yeah like you've been put on a post to stand guard and watch and keep you know, it, it's like think of a, mili- a military term, and, uh, uh, you know, in the military, somebody's got to sit up and, and, and right. be the guard and be the night watchman and guard everyone else while they sleep and, and keep everybody safe. And they got to watch for the enemy. They got to look for the enemy. They got to stand guard. That's the same concept. This is how you have to go about it with militant diligence ab- about your thought life. You got to guard that thought life. So, Holly, are you saying that I've got to go around thinking scriptures all day <laughs> long? No, I'm not saying, I mean, I I do, when something comes in my mind or a problem hits or you get bad news, generally, honestly, my first thought is, what does the Bible say? Right. What scripture, what does God's word say? I try to make that my first go-to, and after a lot of practice, it becomes, it becomes easier, right? Um, It's really hard when you first learn to play an instrument, how to you know go from the one note to the next note or how to get that chord right but then as you practice it it just flows it becomes natural and easy you don't have to even look down at the key to figure out what note to hit right it just it just happens it's the same thing when I practice putting scripture first what does God's word say about this situation and going to scripture first eventually it just happens it just becomes natural so but I don't sit and think about scriptures all day long, but what I do is I guard what I let in my mind. Right. I watch very carefully. If a thought comes in my mind and it's it's not of God, I shut it down. Oh, uh-uh-uh, I recognize it. No, no, yeah. no, Satan, you're not coming in there. No, no, no. And I shut that gate down and I don't let it in.
1: So I feel like, you know, for Proverbs 3, 5, Everyone is quick to be like, oh, yeah, I trust in the Lord. You know, of course I trust in the Lord. But, you know, when it comes to the practical way of not leaning on your own understanding, how would you suggest to do that? Because I know you're a practical, practical person. And so for people, you know, hearing scriptures, it's always like, OK, trust in God. But how do what's the practical way of not leaning on my understanding of what I what I think is like the best thing to do
0: yeah and the bible is very practical and there are people say it's so irrelevant no it's not i'm gonna sit here and show you with philippians 4 8 it gives you practical steps it gives you a way to measure your thought life and how to keep the enemy's fiery darts out of your head Mm -hmm. philippians 4 8 says to fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. So, Philippians 4-8, we are given eight criteria that every thought needs to be measured by. If it doesn't fall under any of the eight criteria, then it's not in agreement with God's Word. And it's not God's thoughts. Yeah. And you shouldn't think about it. You shouldn't let it in your mind. So, you know, in order to understand them, what I did is I looked up just just, just the English dictionary and, 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 and different translations in the Bible of each of these eight criteria. So the first one is true. Whatsoever things are true, right? Well, if we're going to think on things, we think on true. Well, true means true if it's honest, right? right. So, so what's the practical application? Then I need to be careful who I listen to gossip is not true Mm. i should not participate in conversations that involve gossip if it's not true i shouldn't talk about it i shouldn't listen to it because if i'm talking about it i'm listening to it i'm thinking about it yep so i shouldn't let that kind of stuff in so be careful you listen to what about insecure thoughts low self-esteem that's what we talked about at the very beginning of the podcast about being a Thinking you're not worthy or you're you're a failure and you're never gonna to amount to anything in life, or I mean, believing the lies that because of mother-father wounds, things somebody those bullies said about you, thinking you're yeah. ugly, believing lies about yourself. That's not true. No. So I shouldn't think about it. Um the other word is what what things are just. Th- that word just is also, also means honorable or worthy of respect. And I was thinking, okay, then what what, what would not be honorable and worthy of respect? Well, disrespecting my leaders my elders we in this country have such a negative um, connotation towards elderly people oh yeah we mistreat them we see them in a negative light we do not honor our elderly people these people have paved the way many of them fought for our freedom And many of them gave their lives so Mm -hmm. that we can live free in this country and we they've lived life they have experiences and we put them down Uh, and you know that's not having any kind of thoughts that would be disrespecting toward our elders disrespecting towards our leaders whether they're leaders in our church leaders in our country Uh, here's bad mouthing the president whether you like him or you don't like him whether you're for him or whether you're against him or any of your your governors, any of our political leaders we shouldn't be thinking and having disrespecting thoughts or disrespectful conversations about them because it's not walking in love and it harms us when we do that Um, our church bosses our bosses at work, our church leaderships, our pastors thoughts that degrade and put any of these people down Thoughts that are disrespectful. That's not thinking just thoughts. We should shut the gate and push those conversations, those words, and those thoughts out. Right. I know you're sitting over here making all kinds of faces, Sarah. (laughs) No. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever things are right. So I love this one because what this means is right and confirmed by God's word. Remember those two categories? It either falls in agreement with God or in agreement with Satan. Can you back that thought up with scripture? Mm. I don't care what the thought is. Can you back it up with scripture? Can you line it up with the word of God and support that thought? If you cannot, out, cast it out. It's it's not from God. It's coming into agreement. You're coming into alignment with Satan. If you think of anything that, doesn't, that cannot be confirmed by God's word. That's, and then here's the next one, pure and wholesome. In America, one of our strongholds is lust. It's obvious because you can't go anywhere. There yeah. are billboards, there's pornography, it's all over the internet, it's all over the mall. Soft porn is everywhere. You can't walk into Hollister. You can't go anywhere right. without seeing something, you know, I, you know, I don't even like to go by Victoria's Secret. I get disgusted by the soft porn that they put up in the in, in, in the windows for your four and five-year-old and six-year-old little boys have to walk by and see this. No wonder why we've been inundated with impurity our TV shows there's so much out there so if pure and wholesome if a thought is lustful or you know if it's pornographic if uh, if it's sexually perverse yeah. if a thought what about this not just not just think, thinking sexually but curses mhm curse words curses the verbally I'm talking c- words curse words that's not pure that's not wholesome so I shouldn't think them and God knows I shouldn't speak them why would I want to curse myself yeah why would I want to damn my family right why would I want to damn my business when I speak curses and I do that like if I'm using that word I'm damning myself I'm damning my family I'm damning my job I am cursing my life why would I speak it yeah and curse myself that opens the gate and allows satan legal territory in my life and that is when bondage takes place why on earth this isn't a rule and a regulation that i have to follow a rule this is my protection Mm -hmm. lovely the next one is lovely And and brings peace that that word is also you could say lovely and brings peace the amplified version that's how it reads it so any kind of worry and anxiety worrying over finances fear over your health anxiety Mm -hmm. over your children anxiety of any kind that doesn't bring peace you shouldn't think about it close the gate cast it out it's coming into alignment with satan admirable we see admirable and we don't you know we don't really use that a whole lot in, our, in no. our you know everyday kind of language so what it means it means it inspires approval or affection it means of good report is another translation reads in the bible of good report kind and gracious so any thought that inspires approval Is being admirable. So any thought that no longer inspires approval or that causes you to lose affection toward another person should not be thought. That's hard. Any thought (laughs) that would cause me to lose affection, to lose the positive, gracious, and kind thought toward another individual should not be thought. Any word... That causes me to lose affection towards a person that would not be kind and gracious should not towards another person should not be spoken. Replaying that argument in my head over and over, keeping a record of wrongs because of what that person did. I'm telling you, don't tell me God's word. It doesn't get up in your grill. Oh yeah, I'm like sitting over here. I'm like, well, dang. Anything, (laughs) any kind of thought that evokes the feelings of unforgiveness. Mm. it's from Satan, it's from the pit of hell, because it's not walking in love, and it harms me. I'm not doing it for the other person. I'm doing it for my own spiritual. Remember, we're talking about peace. You wanna lose your peace, you go right ahead and you speak words of wrong and harm that are unkind and gracious towards another person and watch the enemy come in and rob you of your own peace in your life. But go ahead, you wanna wreak havoc in your life, take a step out of love.
1: Wow. Thank you so much for listening today to Discovering the Bible podcast. We here at Bridge of Hope exists to connect people to Jesus Christ and to each other. So we would love to connect with you on all of our social media platforms. You can head to Facebook and find us at Bridge of Hope Cincy, C-I-N-C-Y, or Instagram at Bridge of Hope Cincy, C-I-N-C-Y. Or you can always learn more about us at our website at thebridgecincy.com.
0: Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week.